Richie Power, you were in Wexford Park. Uh, summarise the game because it was a, a fairly dramatic finish. Yes, you look at Nicky. Um, I, I felt myself after 20 minutes, we were going very, very well. We were going seven up, and then the three lads that got injured seemed to have, you know, upset us a good bit. And uh, Wexford then got a foothold in it, and they came from seven, seven behind to, to win one at half time. But uh, like I said to you last Sunday evening on the station, I, I stood at the back of the goal in the second half, and like. I felt before there was a ball hit in the second half that we'd win this game six or eight points because there was a strong, strong wind blowing in, in our favour. But look, at it, you'd have to say, you know, all the big names for Wexford really, really opened their shoulders and, and hurled fierce well, you know. And when they ran at us, we just didn't seem to be able to ho- uh, handle the, that situation. Uh, Liam Fenley, Wexford finding themselves in this position. I mean, really, they shouldn't have been in this position, to be honest. But when they're able to play against Kilkenny... And then the previous week, they flopped against Westmead. How do you explain that? Uh, look, in fairness, they were unfortunate. Uh, the Westmead game, really, 17 points up, kind of taking it easy, kind of whatever the case may be, game over, game done. And it's quite funny, really, when a team is two and three points up or two and three points down, they hit the ball over back across the field. But Westmead decided just to be Ruth one hurling and every ball went into the square. For some unknown reason, against Wexford, which is unusual, the Westmead destroyed him in the air and just got the goals and more or less pipped him on the, uh, on the line. And in the Dublin game, they be honest, they were miles better than Dublin in the, in, in, the, in the game as well. And they had what, something like 53 scoring chances compared to 33. So, look, in fairness, their shooting has been horrendous. The, the, the chances they've got in all the games have been unbelievable chances and they're wide. You'd never see the like of it. So it's something very simple, really, that was beat them. And when you have a full forward line like they had last Sunday, they're well capable. They're probably, some of them at the end of the, at the, end of the, the, the scale, kind of, when they have that many coming through. That's not problem in Wexford. Uh, Club Hurler down there is quite poor. And, uh, but at the same time, they're better than that. And, uh, and uh, Billy Fitzpatrick, uh, Kilkenny suffered a fair few injuries. Now, we're going into a Leinster final and lots of doubts over a lot of players. The condensed championship, Billy, is making it maybe more difficult for Derek Ling because he's probably not going to be sure who he'll have with all these injuries. Yeah, it looks that way, all right. Yeah, picked up a few, three injuries over the weekend. One looks very serious, I'd say, Adrian Mullen. So I think uh, at the moment we're, we're, we'd like to have a full panel on him, at least uh, to have a fighting chance, you know. And we need a full panel, actually. What do you make of uh, Kilkenny now? Obviously, we're trying to transition from the, the Brian Cody year, very successful, and there's big expectations with supporters. It does take time to build back up a team again, but Kilkenny supporters will start getting a little bit impatient if something doesn't start arriving fairly soon. Of course, well, we all got to start getting a little impatient, to be honest, I suppose. But uh, having said that, I don't think we were expecting any wonder. Like, the team would take, it'll take a while to blend in. And TJ is not getting, uh, like, he, with all will in the world, I suppose, he's not going to be getting any faster, you know. He's not going to be able to carry it on his own as, as he did for the last few years. So that's a problem in itself. And I suppose there's a couple more like him, you know. And uh, Richie, we're going to be playing Galway now, and Henry didn't look a happy pun man on the sideline there. He was frustrated at times as well. So we're both going into a Leinster final with a lot of kind of questions about both teams. Yeah, I was actually talking to a good friend of mine in, in, in Gart uh, uh, yesterday evening, and uh, he's of the similar opinion. He doesn't know how good this Galway team is. But uh, look, what I suppose... The one thing I, I will say about Kilkenny and, and Galway last weekend, like both of them probably knew going into their last matches that they were in a Leinster final, you know, so I, I, I expect this to be, you know, I, I expect Kenny to be much better I, and I expect Galway to be a good bit better than they were against Dublin, but uh, look at Henry's probably under more pressure than Derek Ling in this one because, you know, this is his second year there and he, he at least needs to win a Leinster final, I think, you know, to, to, to be seen to be making progress with Galway. 
look at how good is Galway? You know, some days they can be outstanding, you know, and uh, um, but. They just haven't convinced me, like, you know, I just, I don't know. I, they, 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 they don't show me enough to say that they're real all-learning contenders. Liam, what do you make of Galway? Look, I reckon uh, when Joe Cannon retired, we see how good Galway are. And in fairness, the forwards have been very disappointing. And uh, I can't see the forwards that have played with Joe Cannon. There's none of them taken over the leadership role. And uh, you're depending now on the like Kevin Cooney coming through, who seem to be improved in every game. Whelan seemed to be struggling, and he will struggle on Hugh Lawler, he always does, and I'd say he won't play full forward that day because there's no point playing him there. The defence is quite good, Dahi Brock has been very well centre-back, uh, McInerney's OK full-back as well, and in general the six-backs are pretty good. Kind of similar to Kilkenny in a role in that sense, but I think Kilkenny have better forwards, potentially, than Galway, and Henry kind of is waiting now for some of the young lads to come through, and I don't think they're good enough to come through yet, so I think Galway will be under pressure for years out. Kenny are maybe struggling to get a, a strong midfield, Billy. Adrian Mullen brings a lot to that area. He's going to miss the Leinster final now. Paddy Deegan hopefully will be back from injury. But we're, we're not, we have a few people maybe whose best days are behind him. So it is posing challenges for Derek to watch his best team at the moment. Yeah, that's the problem, I suppose. You know, you, you, you can't time wait for no man. We have a few lads uh, probably under last year, I suppose. And getting the replacements of them, getting them in time for this year now is going to be a problem, I think, you know. What do you like to think of the style of play in general? I know Limerick have brought a new type of game. We're all trying to match that now. Are you enjoying hurling at the moment? No, I'm not, to be honest. You know, uh, yeah, it's not a game I particularly like, but it's there and it's going to stay there until someone else comes up with a different formula. You know, Limerick will come up with this and they've won four or last five all and so... It's going to be matched. Uh, people are going to come up to that. So, and, and, and a new team that will come on and maybe change it. But it's there for the next four or five years, I'm sure, anyway. you know. But it's not a great spectacle, in my opinion. Yeah. We're scoring well, Richie, but we're conceding a lot also. How much is that down maybe to the forwards not working hard enough to present their opposing backs? Because that was one of the mantras in Cody's time. He got the forwards to work their socks off to make sure there wasn't easy clearances going up the field. That's not happening as much now, and I, I would say that that's contributing to the backs coming under a lot more pressure. Yeah, like, probably I felt last Sunday, like, when things started to go wrong, we, we completely went out of the game on our half-hour line, and, like, that's kind of the question you're asking me, like, you know, that's where you have to try and hold up the ball and, and you know, and make it hard on the half-back line, clearing it, like, so, like, we struggled, I thought, in the middle of the field and the half-hour line for long periods of that second half in, 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 in Wexford. But the one thing I, I, I felt last Sunday, Nicky, the Wexford went long quite a bit. You know, they're, they're good at playing this running game as well, but when they did go long, they caused us huge problems on the edge of the square, like like Chin, McDonald, they're big, big men, like, you know, and they're good to contest the ball. Like So I felt last Sunday there was a mix of it, even, even ourselves. Like, they had a good few balls came in on top of TJ in the last 10, 15 minutes, and you could see mayhem in the, in the Wexford full back line. You know, they were just they were trying to just get it to the ground to make sure he didn't get it in his hand, like, you know. But look, at, I enjoyed the game last Sunday. I thought, I thought there were some right good scores in it. There were some brilliant goals gotten it, like, you know. And overall, I thought it was a good game. And I would still say that if the three lads hadn't got injured, I think we'd have gone on and won it. There's a lot of comparison between Munster hurling now and Leinster hurling at the moment, Liam. And of course, Munster is hugely competitive. Is is the comparison fair? Because or is the structure maybe maybe that has to be changed again? What's your view on it? 
Actually, look, it's really and truly just kind of crazy that you have five Leinster teams in the all still in the all Ireland series, and you have three Munster teams. So we'd have to talk about Munster hurdle. Unfortunately, he's been lopsided for different reasons. Uh, look, the Munster campaign has been fabulous, and uh, the energy that Clare have uh, and the the the, the Limerick setup is brilliant as well. In fairness, Cork are still a good lot off the mark, and Tiberi. I felt at the beginning of the year Tiberi w- would struggle, but I was wrong. Then I changed my mind. They're not as bad, but look, I still don't see the old Tiberi players adding much to it from now on because they were around it in 2010 and that's 13 years ago so uh, look it's great to watch but when they come out of Munster you wonder Kilkenny and Galway have been playing league hurling since January so we haven't really had a competitive game as such and we're not going to have one really in the Leinster final as such because both teams are still in it but then after that Kilkenny will get the like of someone in Crow Park Galway gets like someone in Crow Park then we'll probably really find out can Kilkenny and Galway improve I'm not sure I'm not sure yet but if they can, as they normally do, Munster teams have real difficulty playing against a Kilkenny defence. Always do have. So it'll be interesting. Now, one of the outcomes of the Leinster final, if we don't win it, Billy, is that we could be playing Tipperary, who have to play awfully first. So Kilkenny and Tipperary might very well be the next game after the Leinster final if we don't beat uh, Galway. Now, that'll focus the minds a fair bit with everybody. It will, and uh, there might have been a home and away arrangement as well, is that correct? And who would, have, who would I think Tipperary are due to be at home, are they? I think there would be, a, uh, and that'll pour, that'll throw a different light on it, but that'll be a, something you can look forward to, no matter what happens or anyone, any form. That'll bring a different level to the whole thing again, you know. Just what you need anyway, you know. Richie, on to the Munster final. It's now going to be played in the Gaelic grounds. Probably not going to make an awful lot of difference to Clare because that's where they, they won recently. How are you seeing this game going? Have Limerick kind of got over the little hump they had there where it was a little bit indifferent or will Clare come out again on uh, next Sunday? I, I, first of all, uh, uh, Nicky, I think it's a master stroke of Clare to, to, to go ahead and agree to play then Limerick because I, I, I think they're going to throw a bit of pressure back on, on Limerick. Look at does it matter if they win it or not? I think this Clare team is not so bad, lads. They're, they're, they have some big men up front. They have some very, very good uh, forwards, you know. And uh, like Kelly and, and uh, the chap, he, he was outstanding. Mac Rogers, he was outstanding last year in Club Hurling and Clare. So, look, I'd be giving Clare a good chance. I'd be giving them a good chance, but what an atmosphere will be in Limerick that Sunday morning week. Absolutely. Liam, you spent a fair bit of time in Limerick work-wise. How are you seeing it? I think Limerick are slipping. Are the rest of us good enough to catch up on them? They're struggling in a lot of different areas of their play. They're even Quaid made a mistake, I feel, last Sunday. Uh, I think Clare... I think Clare will take him. I think Clare will take him. I don't think Limerick have the energy to keep playing like they're playing. But again, a defeat won't knock Limerick out of it. They will be... Uh, they'll be still around, so maybe they're a, wound, a more dangerous wounded animal. I actually don't know, does that affect the mindset? They're on the road so long now, there are a lot of them looking to be tired, they're still better than everyone else in a lot of facets of the game, and like, they won't many teams, they're not many teams capable of beating them, but they're giving everybody a chance and will. Every game they play from now on, they'll give the team that's playing them a chance to beat them. How are you rating it, Billy, and uh, what have you made of Limerick this year? Not maybe as convincing as other years, but they're still there. Not as convincing as other years, they're still there. That's been a long, long campaign over five years. But um, they'll win the Munster final, I think, but Clare will be a stronger force going forward in the, the all Ireland series, I think. I think they're nearly, as Liam said, nearly on their last legs. Where do you rate Kilkenny now at this stage? In terms of last year, we were close enough to Limerick in the final, and just to wrap this chat up with the three of you, where do you see Kilkenny at the moment in terms of being contenders for the uh, Lee McCarthy? Well, you love to think they're going to improve as they always do going, going to the latter end of the year, you know, and they get into Croke Park in a tight game with a good crowd, and they're going to be hard to beat. Most of the teams actually don't like coming up to 
take Kilkenny and Croke Park ever in the knockout series, you know. So you'd be, you'd be, that's on one level, but are they good enough or are they improved since last year when they had a great chance last year in the final? But not too sure are they improved enough to win in Ireland, to be honest. And Liam, where do you put Kilkenny at the moment? You mentioned work rate early on, and I'm concerned about the work rate. Work rate should be a given. I don't think it is with the Kilkenny team at the moment because if you have to think about work rate, you're in trouble. So I think if Derry can get that into their mindset that you have to work your heart out to beat the like a Limerick or Clare and these teams, we have a great chance, but we have to work from the forward line back. And last word to you, Richie. We're heading into a Leinster final now. So put Kilkenny, where do you put them in the, in the pecking order at the moment? Look at uh, Nicky, I still think we're a bit behind uh, a couple of the teams in Munster. Uh, we still have a bit of time. It's, it's, it's fierce and lucky now. I, I think he's going to be a huge loss to Zazreed Mullen in the middle of the field. You know, he's, he's the one guy, and even in the league final at number 11, he was outstanding against Limerick and Cork. I was at it, you know. But look, at the, probably the plus we got out of last Sunday was uh, your own club man, Tom Phelan. I thought he was very, very good and he really impressed me and, and it would be great to see him coming into a Leinster final and producing another good performance, you know, but look at, there's a couple of players there, uh, what he'll do in the middle of the field, I don't know, maybe would he look at Walter Welsh with Paddy Deegan, but like we need a couple of massive games for the likes of Walter Welsh, uh, Billy Ryan and these lads from here on in if we're going to be there as a, with a real chance. Well, that's the views of three of Kilkenny's stars of the past, and uh, we'll know where it all is at uh, 6 o'clock or thereabouts in Crow Park next Sunday. Thanks for talking to us.